What's going on, everybody, and welcome, welcome one and all to Casual Conversation with Will and Gary. You, my friends, are listening to episode number 11, and it's a good one, if I do say so myself. Um, I'm probably a little biased, but anyway, in this episode, me and Gary talk about Christmas and how our Christmases went. Uh, we talk about the presents we got and, you know, what we did with our families and whatnot. Uh, we also talk about how Gary and I got into playing music, playing guitar, and just everything that that entails. Uh, We also talk about our current relationships and how that's going for us. And to finish it off, we talk about the the origin of words and how they got their meaning. So uh, once again, thanks for tuning in. I think we got a good show for you. And as always, hope you guys enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Ho, and welcome ho, ho. back to the tw- no eleventh, eleventh, eleventh episode. We've cracked double digits already. We've got so many episodes, I don't even know which one we're on. <laughs> Eleven? I mean, that's basically a million. Yeah, dude. Ho ho nope. ho! Merry Christmas after Christmas, <laughs> December the twenty seventh. Did Santa come visit you? Santa? Yeah, he did. He, he did. did. Yeah, he did. What did you leave for him? Um, my love. That was it. <laughs> love? No cookies. No, dude. See, Santa, I figure he gets all the cookies he needs. I always left out carrots for his reindeer. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant carrots for Santa. I was like, he didn't want carrots, bro. No, bro. I'm not dietitian, Gary, when it comes <laughs> to leaving stuff for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> you left some carrots for Santa. How nice. Yeah. That was sweet of you. No, I love him for his reindeer. Who's your favorite reindeer? Can you name all the reindeer? It goes Dasher and Dancer and... Wrong. Prancer and Vixen and Donzer. (laughs) Donzer? I don't know. Donzer? What? Bro, can you name them? What? No, I can't. Dasher and Dancer and... Dude, I'm not going to try. I can't think of the song. Okay, anyways. Did you go Christmas caroling? No, I didn't go Christmas did, caroling. Did, did, any, <laughs> uh, did anybody in the church, did they whip out any carols? Like Any like, carols? What do you mean any carols? Yeah. Like, you know, like when you go to church, I mean, they sing Christmas music. A lot of the carols are just hymns. Yeah, like we sang Christmas songs. Yeah. Oh, is that considered a carol? I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, we just sang Christmas songs. I don't know songs. if caroling is like a noun or a verb. I, don't I know think caroling is a verb. Yeah. I, I we don't sang know. Christmas songs. Yeah, we did. So if you sing... Even if they are hymnal Christmas music, but you are singing them in a church, you're not caroling unless you go out to people's houses and carol. I think so. I think you have to carol. You have to go out to carol. Wow, that just changed my whole view on what a carol is. <laughs> carol? Hello? <laughs> Zach's mom's name is Carol. Miss Carol. <laughs> Shout out Miss Carol. Carol, a podcast listener. Yes. We love you, Miss Carol. Shout out Miss Carol. She's giving us those downloads. Keep, keep hitting that, that keep button. Keep coming. <laughs> No, dude. How was your How was your overall Christmas experience? My this overall year? Christmas was good. Um, I went Christmas Eve. Went to my mom and dad's. Hung out with them and my brother, uh, or me and Courtney did. And then that evening, uh, Christmas Eve, we went to my grandma's with all of my family, and it was a good time, man. You know, played some Dirty Santa. Ooh, the, the kids got to open some presents. There's really only 
a couple kids left, but so did you everybody open any else presents? You look like a kid. Uh, yeah, I know I do look <laughs> like a kid, but uh, no, I play Dirty Santa. If you're if you graduate high school, you had to play Dirty Santa. You don't get presents anymore. Heck yeah, no, but dude, our, Dirty Santa's fun yeah, though. But our grandma still uh got us some presents, so Heck yeah. that was sweet. But yeah, that was good. Oh, and then Sunday night before Christmas, I went to uh, Courtney's mom and dad's house with her family. We had a nice Christmas dinner. What did you have? Uh, huh? What all kind of food did you have? Well, okay. Let me recap. One of my, one of my favorite recollect. things about the holidays is the food. We had, um, of course, the Christmas ham. I, the Christmas yeah, ham. Yeah, the okay. single most important thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mac and cheese, green beans, wrapped in bacon. Oh, those are so good. Mm. Um, what else did we have? Rolls, obviously. Um, Paxton had some rolls that his his grandma made or somebody he brought good. to the house. Dude, they were really good. Oh, mashed potatoes. We had mashed potatoes. Got to have some taters. Um, boiled eggs, devil or deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, mm-hmm. oh, we had something else. Can't remember. What about the desserts? Desserts. Desserts worthwhile? Uh, no, banana pudding. No, no, no. Never mind. Never mind. It was uh. It's from Sam's. It's like this cookies and cream cake. Mm. Oh, it's really good though. Can't go wrong with cookies and cream. I know cookies and cream. Anything is good. But that's about it, I think. With soda to drink, I, I drink water. Soda. <laughs> I always like a good glass. That's about the only time I drink tea. Is at a family gathering when they have sweet tea. Very rarely do I drink tea any other time. I'm. I'm just gonna say this. I do not drink tea. I don't like it. People have called me un-American. People have called me, I don't know, people call me all kinds of names. I don't understand, but I just don't like tea. I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm-mm. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. But, no. yeah, it's kind of weird, though. As far as the food went for me, uh, Christmas Eve I got with uh, one side of my family, and they had, uh, like, fried deer meat with mashed potatoes and some thick white gravy. Oh man, it was nice. so good. And they and they had some good stuffing and uh, some rolls and that was just that's just one of those like southern comfort food type things. Would you rather on that did you put the gravy on the mashed potatoes, I assume? Dude, I, I put the gravies on everything. Okay. I'm pretty sure everything Do on my you plate like had gravy white on gravy it. or brown gravy better? Uh I like them both, but like 110% I like white gravy better. Yeah, I like and brown I'll tell gravy you more. I'll tell you that when you have white gravy, if you throw like some pepper corn like flakes in it, and then everybody like, puts pepper in no, gravy, Gary. No, yes, they no, do. No, dude. Yes. Not the hospital. Dude, sometimes I'll go the to the hospital's cafeteria. bland food. Well, sometimes they do. It's weird. I don't know who I don't know who is the one that cooks it better. But like I went in there like I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and it was like a plain white sauce. <laughs> That's Plain white shot. <laughs> yes, dude. And it was like so thick. It was like a custard almost, it looked like. Uh, it was nasty. kind of gross. But, dude, like a, a good white gravy with some pepper and some, like, maybe little bits of sausage. Just like little bitty bits of sausage yeah, yeah. in there. Dude, you can't go wrong with gravy. I heard a comedian one time. He, was, he wasn't from the South. And this kind of put perspective in, into everything for me. He was like... Man, I, I think he was from like Oregon or, or Washington or something like that. He's like, yeah, I went down and visited my uh, my relatives down in the southeast, and 
I mean, everything they eat, they just put gravy on. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, you think about it, man. I grew Covered up, in gravy. I grew dude, up. put gravy eating, on that much stuff, though. Dude, gravy is good, though. He was like, I hating, mean, yeah, it's he good. He was like hating on it, which oh. I mean, which I mean, you know, you can't hate on the taste. You can hate on the health benefits, but yeah. who cares about that? You know yeah. what I'm <laughs> the oh. Colonel's gravy. And then, KFC gravy. And then we had, um, we I got done with that. That was Christmas Eve. I woke up on Christmas uh, with another side of my family, open presents, had, had a good time and everything. And for lunch, we had, okay, so I'm going to give you a little bit of rundown. We had a good corn casserole. That is like just 110% a staple in any holiday meal for me. If there's a good corn casserole. Yeah. Oh man, those are pretty good. Um, we had some butternut squash, which I thought okay. was really, yeah. really good. I thought they were sweet potatoes, but apparently they weren't. They were <laughs> butternut squash. Oh man. <laughs> um, and we had just like all the fixing. Like we had some green beans. We had all that, but the main thing, the main thing. Ru- okay, so Russell, my stepdad, he Russell, he knows. The, there's a place in Conway, maybe some of y'all know it, it's called the Hole in the Wall Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very yep. solid, kind of down-home comfort food as well. Um, but he knows the owner of that, or one of the cooks or something, and got them to order a, like, huge, I can't even, I can't even tell you how big it was, prime rib. It was like a $200 piece of meat. Piece of meat. Like, I'm just saying that for, like, for you to see the size, like, how big this piece of meat was. And so what he do you think that... it was, like, 15 pounds? No, nothing wrong. It, honestly, more than that, man. Like, it was so big. Yeah, because if, if it so, was 20... It took up the whole oven. Like, we had to take the racks out of the oven and just, like, let it sit in there for, <laughs> on low for a long time, Let man. it marinate in there. Oh, it was so good. Let it marinate in the oven. It was so good. But uh, and then we we opened a few gifts like on Christmas like I I have so many different um, like events that are going on that I just kind of like I bounce in you know I visit this side of my family and then you know visit with them try and try and enjoy the day as much as possible but then I have to leave and go and you know hang out with the other sides of my family and there's just like all day I'm just kind of bouncing around eating food and everything. And then so when I left there, I went down to my dad and Jesse's, and we opened gifts. My grandpa and Rita came down, and then about five o'clock or so, we ate. They had made a potato, a hearty potato soup. I love a good potato soup. With some cornbread, and they had an apple pie to go afterwards with some ice cream. Very simple, but it was just, oh, man. It was good. I love they put, potato soup, man. That's was, probably one of my favorite soups. I was talking meat, dude. Me too. I was talking about the little sausage bits in the gravy. Well, they had like little b sausage bits in the potato soup, and I had honestly never had that. And I've it, had bacon in there. And it was not, so, not sausage though, dude. It was so good. We we I, I was thinking that, dude. We actually had um, potato soup last night, and uh, I was like, dude, this is so good. But I was like. There's not that much protein in it, you know? Because I was eating like three bowls and it wasn't filling me up. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, dude, what if there was like some little pieces of steak or something in there? But yeah. sausage would be good too. Yeah, That's no a good doubt, idea. No doubt. And since you're saying that, um, 
I will the the dietitian side of me or the future dietitian side of me is wanting to say this is when you do like add like a protein or a fat to any type of carbohydrate meal it's going to slow the digestion and it's also going to give you a a greater feeler of feeling of satiation which means it makes you feel fuller for longer yeah i have heard that that protein is the most satiating satiating macro nutrient it is dude i think i think you probably told me that probably <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyways um so before before we go into before we go into like what what you got for christmas i i want to i have a little side rant okay and i know that okay, a lot of the, a lot of the people that that ask me this probably don't i mean they obviously don't mean it this way but i i don't know I've, every time somebody asks me how my Christmas was, not every time, but most people, the first thing they say, well, did, well, did you get anything good? And, and yeah, I got, some, I got some really good gifts. I have, I have some people that, that really care about me, and they, they, like to, they like to get gifts, you know? And I, I don't know. I think that I'm one of these, I guess, traditional-minded per- or people, and it's just like that's that's not the the first thing that comes to my mind when I'm asking you how your Christmas is. It's like, did you ha- did you spend time with your family? Did you enjoy yourself? Did you think about what Christmas is actually about? You know? Yeah. And and I know that a lot of people that ask me that that's not what they mean by that. They're they're just you know small talk or they genuinely want to know what I got. But I don't know. It's 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 something bigger. It's something bigger than just getting stuff. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. But dude, like this year, I don't know what it was. It was just like so invigorating for me to get other people presents. You know? Yeah. Like I didn't really. I mean, obviously, if somebody asks you what you want for Christmas, you know, I'll I'll tell them a few things just so because they might like getting people presents too. But it 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 made me feel better just like getting people presents and seeing them open it up and they're like, Oh, I love it. And then, you know, instead of me getting something. Yeah. It, it's kind of weird though. I've never really felt that except this was the first year. Yeah. I, I mean, I got people presents before, but I mean, I get my mom and dad and my, both my grandparents and you know, Courtney and her family, we get them presents all the time, but it was just this time. It was like, I wanted to, I wish I could have spent like all my money to get people presents, but you know, you can't do that because it's yeah. not very smart, but. Uh, yeah, I think it's 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 a way it's a way that you show not necessarily your love, but it's just like it's one way, it's one avenue of expressing your love is getting something uh, for somebody. Yeah, and especially something that you could tell that they really wanted, you know. And it's not that they had to have what I got them, but yeah. they and we got people like meaningful stuff, like pictures from our wedding and everything like that. And my grandma loves that stuff. Yeah, you know? so we got we got her like a photo album with like 200 of our wedding pictures in it. And we got my mom, this big canvas of one of our nice wedding photos. And, you know, they just really loved it. And it yeah. was just super cool to see them. And they, you know, they were like, Oh, it's so amazing. And yeah, you know, that was real thoughtful. And it, I don't know. It was just really cool. Those are, those are the best type of gifts in my opinions. Ones that are either that have some type of sentimental attachment to them yeah. or that, like a person wouldn't necessarily buy for themselves, 
Yeah. Like yeah. I, like like for example, and this is a this is a small example, I guess. This this guy at my graduation party uh like a week or two ago, he got me one of the little Yeti cups. And that's a great gift. Like I've been using the crap out of that thing. Like it's all I drink out of. I would never buy one of those for myself because that's it's just not something I'm gonna spend my money on. Yeah. But like that's a great gift. That's something that I would I would use. And so I think gifts like that are really cool that you can, you see yeah. these people like they, they won't get it for themselves, but you know that they would use it and that they kind of want it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's I awesome. What you're saying. That's awesome. So, uh, no, I got, um, I got a lot of like hiking stuff. Like I was about to say, you got some new treads on right now, son. Well, I actually, these tre- these treads were a Christmas present, but I got these like two months in advance. Oh, these never are, mind. These are some <laughs> these are some hiking boots. I actually ran my marathon in these shoes. <laughs> they don't look like boots though. They yeah, just look like high tops. They're they're trail runners. They're called trail runners. The reason I ran, uh, wore them in my marathon is because it was raining. Oh and, yeah, and are they these waterproof? Are, yeah, these are completely waterproof, and they're like super lightweight. Those are pretty sweet, dude. Yeah, I'm. Hey, I like I'm, those. Fixing to go on a 50-mile backpack here in a couple there of days, go. and I will definitely be wearing these bad boys. Now, I told, which I want to talk a little bit about this later, not right now on the podcast, but I told my, like the people that normally buy gifts for me, like I, I've figured out kind of who I am, what I like to do, and like I'll give you this, this, list, of, this list of things if y'all are wanting to get, get stuff for me, but like, I want it to, I want you to actually, which this, I don't want this to sound like selfish. Like I just wanted, I was more thinking so of like them, like not wasting their money on me. Yeah. Like I was saying like, these are the things that I want. These are the things that I value and kind of get things that align with that. So I was like, definitely I could, I could use some hiking gear. And so I got like a good pair of just rugged hiking pants. I got. I got a good jacket. Um, I got some like multi-tool, like a little multi-tool or something like a like one of the knives that's got all the different yeah things. I got like a compass. I got a <laughs> I got a uh, air like a portable air compressor in case my truck breaks down that's out in the a good middle of the woods. Just yeah. like very practical stuff. And I was, I mean, I would have been completely satisfied without any of it. But it was just really, it was really nice, like knowing that. I'm going to use this stuff, you know? Yeah. So those, those are the, those are the, the main things that I got. Oh, oh, and I also, <laughs> I also got a ticket to a Metallica concert. <laughs> I actually still have to get those. Yeah, dude. I'm mega stoked. Mega stoked. Mega dude, stoked. Uh, bottom row is all sold out though. Not bottom row, but lower bowl. Yeah, but dude, they were. I was looking at the prices, and I thought the lower bowl was one thirty five, but they were like one ninety five. Like upper bowl is still one thirty five. Oh, yeah. Hey, we can. Hey, upper, I don't care. We can upper bowl. Dude, we I can nosebleed. Dude, it doesn't matter because the. Uh, I'll just hang on. We're getting off on a rant, but the the stage is a three sixty stage, so the seating goes all the way around the whole arena, and then the stage faces four different directions, so they'll be playing different ways. Oh, really? Whole, yeah, like. A couple songs they'll play this way, and then it'll probably rotate, and then they'll play this way and that way. So they're, it's not going to be like the traditional Verizon. No, they're going to have seats. Yeah, seats are going to be all the way around. Wow. And the stage directly in the middle. 
And Never it, been to a concert like that. It'll there. probably, I'm a, I assume it'll rotate because their stage is facing four directions. It's a big square. Dude, speaking of Verizon, do you know what Verizon Arena is going to be? Uh uh-uh. I figured out what it's going to be. Well, I didn't even know it was going to change. Yeah, dude, is it's that a changing. big deal or something? Yeah, it got bought out. I don't out. really care. <laughs> it's, it's contract ran out and it's no longer going to be Verizon. I mean, I still call it Alltel. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's going to be, it's going to be Simmons Bank. Simmons Bank. The Simmons Bank Arena. Hey, man, you want to go catch a concert down at Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But no, no yeah. That, what did you get for Christmas, gift. though? Man, I, I mainly asked for clothes, to be honest. Like, I needed some new sweatpants, got those, a new pair of shoes, um, a nice uh, hoodie that I could wear around. I mean, I have some jackets. It's like the jackets I have are either for like super cold or not very cold at all. I didn't have one for in between, so I just need like a good hoodie. And then uh, what else did I get? Um, at my mom and dad's, they got me a couple of gifts. What did I get? I got this. Oh, dude, they got me this uh, this huge box of beef jerky. But, but it, <laughs> dude, it had like fifty pieces in it, and it was like kind of different flavors. It was some weird animals. I don't know if it's if it's real or not, but it had like kangaroo and alligator and yeah. antelope and stuff. I didn't know if that was real, but bro, they've been listening to the podcast. What they've been listening? <laughs> yeah. to, they've been listening to the podcast. All these different sources of protein yeah. we've been talking about. And then they got me some, uh, like some tools and some gloves and like a toboggan. And uh, dude, my memory is terrible. But the one thing I did get that I didn't think I was gonna get, you know, like when you kind of just say something in passing and you don't think you're, no anyone's gonna get it for you, and it's not a big deal if they don't. But when someone does get it for you, it's like super exciting. And my wife got me a ping pong table, baby. Oh, yeah. I've, I've already used that, actually. Yeah, we did. But, uh, dude, like, I was, I was saying how I was going to get one, you know, when I saved up some money or whatever. And she was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then come in there Christmas morning, boom, sitting there. I was like, no way. It was like I was a little kid again. You're like a little kid. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking about that, too. Um. What's the most, not necessarily the most meaningful, but like the, the gift you got that you were the happiest to get or the most surprised? Does that make sense? Like not necessarily the most meaningful or most expensive or like coolest gift you've ever got, but like what was one that surprised you so much and you were like so happy to get? You so know what I mean? You're talking about like, are you asking me? Yeah, like anytime. Um, like even when you were a kid, like. You know, you tell your parents, you give your parents a huge list of stuff you want, and there's always one thing on there you never think you're going to get, but then if you get it, you're just so stoked. Man, um, I, I honestly cannot think as far as like Christmas. Or what about your birthday? It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I, I was fixing to say my birthday, which my birthday's in a couple of days, um, so it's my Christmas and my birthday kind of get mishmashed together when it comes to giving gifts. But no, my, my birthday, my 16th birthday, uh, I mean, I, I, I asked, or actually, I didn't really ask. I didn't know what I was, I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, but my vehicle, Arlene, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, that blew my mind. Like, we, they had a cake. Like, it was just a big part. It was a big party we had out in the little shop area that we, we had. And, the cake was made by this person, like professional cake maker, and it was like literally the truck that I drive. 
And I was like, oh, that's, I didn't even, dude, it didn't even cross my mind. I was like, okay, it's a truck, you know, 16, whatever. <laughs> and there were some keys sitting on top of it. And I didn't even, re- dude, I didn't even like recognize, like I saw the keys, but like I just didn't, I didn't, it just, yeah. dude, the wires did not connect. And then they, like our shop had a little garage and they, somebody had snuck out of the party and like went and got the truck and pulled it right in front of that garage. And so the garage starts opening. And and the truck is just like right there, and I turn around and it's right there, and they're like, "Oh, this is your truck's got a big bow on it and everything." Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, dude. <laughs> so that dude, that was probably one of the more, um, like, just just got like a genuine reaction out of me. Didn't yeah. didn't expect it whatsoever, and so that's probably that'd be probably my gift. Yeah, I would dude, say. those are those are awesome, dude. Mine was uh, I can't remember how old I was, probably like twelve or thirteen, and. uh that was back when the iPod Touches were first coming out, and they come out. They came out with like the iPod Touch, like third generation, and it was like bigger than the other ones. Touch screen, dude, it was so awesome. And uh, you know, I, that for some reason that Christmas I wrote out like a super long list of stuff that I wanted because they were like, you know, just write out anything you want. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I wrote down like almost a whole sheet of stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know, that Christmas I was opening gifts, and dude, it was like one of the best Christmases ever. Like I was opening all kind of stuff and like, you know, your parents, they always, or mo- my parents did, uh, most of the time they would only get you like one thing that was kind of expensive, you know? Yeah. Like they wouldn't get you everything expensive that you wanted because yeah. obviously they can't, but, um, and like I had got a bunch of stuff that was really nice already and I was like super stoked about it. And then like all the presents were gone, you know, I was happy. We were, uh, you know, fixing to get up and I was about to go, you know, mess with my stuff. They're like, oh, Will, you got one more present over there. And it's a little tiny box, dude. It was like, you know, not even a foot by a foot. And uh, I went over there, opened it up, dude, freaking iPod touch. Oh, I was so stoked. It it blew my mind because I'd already written it off as I wasn't going to get it. And then they were like, oh, yeah, you got one more over there. Where they opened it up. Man, I listened to music like 24-7 in the, in the house. Like, I just walked around with headphones in. Oh, it was so awesome. Playing games, dude. dude iPod so touches revolutionized the game. It just revolutionized the game, dude. It did though. I remember, dude. Ninth grade, bro. We were you in ninth could, grade. We all had our iPod touches, dude. If you had Wi-Fi, you could text on it, dude. You could watch videos, play games, dude. I had so many games on there. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, dude. That that was probably my favorite gift. I, I tell people, I tell people, like we. You and I are at a unique age because we grew up without like being too young and having a cell phone. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, when we were seventh ish, eight, even sixth grade, like people started getting cell phones. And then like technology just took off. And now we've got like these iPod touches by seventh, eighth grade. And like everybody's starting to get them. And it's like, it's just weird, you know, like how. Oh, dude, they we, got iPhones now in I, seventh grade, sixth grade. I know. I mean, you see, you see young kids with with phones now. It's just like we, and that's normal. Like that's the norm. But yeah. that wasn't the norm when we grew up. And it's like we, as we grew through high school, like that became the norm. Yeah, it's like it's we're like weird. this unique dude. Yeah, stage it started in technology. Out, I like. I didn't have an iPhone until I, my first iPhone was like the iPhone four S. I don't know when that came out. We were probably like 10th grade. Yeah. Probably. And now everybody 10s. has an iPhone. Yeah, they have iPhone 10. <laughs> they have like 10S. Or yeah. I, I don't even know how they do it. Dude, the hot iPhones. commodity, though, when we were in fifth and sixth grade, 
it's probably sixth grade was the Motorola Razor, baby. The Razor. You if you had those? a gold Razor, bro, you were some hot stuff. Dude, the go- I don't know I don't know what my favorite one was. Probably the red one. It's my favorite. Yeah, dude, my mom had the red one. Dude, those are so cool though. Those phones are so cool. <laughs> they were, man. Do you remember I remember like we'd all get together after like baseball games and stuff and be like, oh dude, I got this ringtone. This ringtone is like the baddest ringtone on the face of the earth. And then that, the other person's like, hey bro, you, you want to Bluetooth, Bluetooth me that? Bluetooth me that ringtone? <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even, dude, couldn't even send it in a message because your parents would get mad. You sent a, you sent an SMS, uh, yeah. but uh, you can Bluetooth it. Oh my gosh, dude, that's, that's wild. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good, it was a good Christmas. Got some good gifts. Yeah, I had a, I had a great Christmas. I ate a lot of good food. I I don't get to see my family just... I mean, I, I see them regularly. I would say, you know, a couple times, three, four times a month. Um, But I don't get to see them just a whole, whole lot. And it that, doing that and being in that situation for about three, four years now, like it just makes me appreciate going and, and sitting down and talking and listening to... I don't know, my grandparents, my parents, just talk about things that are going on, and I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just appreciate that a lot more nowadays than I did. Yeah. So That's always good, man. Anyways, you were talking about uh, listening to music all the time, going around with your iPod Touch. Yeah, dude. Um, I had somebody ask me this week while I was up around the Bee Branch Choctaw area, they said, hey, I've listened to your, your podcast, and uh, we kind of were talking about that, and I asked them, I said, was well, there anything that you'd want, want me to talk about? You know, I'm always looking for suggestions, which, just a side note, anybody that, that wants us to talk about anything, just, just reach out to us, comment on yeah. our Instagram, we'll be sure and comment give our, on the YouTube. We can always give our two cents on something, Definitely. Maybe. But uh, they said, well, I know that you're... You're very passionate about music, and I've heard y'all talk a little bit about you know music when we talked about the musical diversity and don't don't chain yourself to one type of genre and all that. But I haven't actually told anything about like why like my relationship and why I'm as into music as I am. Okay, I got you. I kind of want to just give a little background for for those that that want to know. Um. So I actually come from a, a pretty musically inclined family. My grandpa is 86, 87 years old, and um, he has been playing the piano and the guitar since, I don't know, probably a good six, definitely over 60 years on, on both of them. And he, I mean, he still plays. <clears throat> he still goes down and plays it. At Heber Springs, at the I think it's the Senior Citizens Center yeah. over there, it makes those old ladies dance. You know, he plays that boogie woogie, <laughs> boogie woogie. He plays Jerry Lee Lewis and people like that. Like goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Um, and then my my dad, he he plays the bass and he's a solid. Beep, he can beep, walk beep, that bass, man. Beep, 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 beep. Seinfeld style, yeah, he, you know. He do, he doesn't play that kind of style bass. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't play the funky bass. Um, and then my uncle, he was a he was a pretty pretty well known lead lead guitarist around these parts. He could rip, man. Yeah, he could. 
Um, he still can too. No, unfortunately, can he actually had a stroke here here recently? Oh, did he so, really? Yeah, he can't. He oh, can't play no, the guitar dude. anymore. That's a cr- dude. I've I've thought about that. Like, what if something? That's terrible, man. Like, what if something happened? Which pff, you don't think about things like this, but. What what would what would I do if I was unable to do the thing that one of the things that I love most? Yeah, dude. That would be that'd be, so that'd be heartbreaking, man. That would be so tough, man. Anyways, um yeah, so I, I grew up around people that that had a deeper understanding and appreciation for music. And so I man, I remember you know how like you you don't really remember certain things when you're really really young i'm talking like two three four years old but yeah. you like kind of like when people are talking about it, it's like you you do remember it you just don't remember like specific occasions yeah like like you can remember seeing it but you don't remember what was what was being said yeah you know what i mean or what they were talking about exactly i just remember being there and i remember dude me and my dad every time we were going somewhere in the truck we had classic rock going. We had some type of or country. We had some type of music playing. And and I I mean I remember I remember I don't know if I was singing or just making noises, but I would always, you know, chatter along with, with the music. Yeah. And my dad tells this story. I think this is hilarious. We always used to or we always used to listen to the Steve Miller band. Yeah. You know, like Fly Like an Eagle, The Joker, all that. And I told, uh, or he tells people that we had to stop listening to that as often because I was like two or three years old going around like trying to say, I'm a joker, I'm a smoker, <laughs> I'm a midnight toker. <laughs> he said, no, we can't be, can't be singing that out in public. Three years old, baby. Yeah, Midnight man. toker. Token. Token at three years old. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I don't know. It was just something that I always really, really, really was not necessarily passionate about, but I just really enjoy. Like I just really enjoyed listening to music. I never played as a as a kid, but I did sing. My dad, he would he would urge me to kind of get up and sing songs. Like I just had this. this oh, dude, yeah. I remember. Yeah, dude, I'd sing the long, the long black train, I, man. Dude, I completely forgot that we were probably like ten years old, maybe, and uh, Gary would just sing karaoke. Yeah, dude, bro. I remember that. <laughs> dude, he could sing long black train, man. Dude, we had uh, that was his that was his go to song for it, sure. It was the uh, you remember Dalton? Yeah, dude, Dalton y'all had days? a big karaoke machine. Yeah, I dude, remember we had that like now. karaoke parties, bro. I remember that now. Yeah. Sometimes, okay, so sometimes, like even here recently, here in the past year or so, like I went to the Bears Den, and people like think I'm joking when I say, "No, nah, I don't really go to drink too much. I just go, to, I just go to sing karaoke." <laughs> dude, they yeah. think I'm joking, but I'm like, "No, nah, man, I just like singing karaoke." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, dude, you remember? Uh, do they still do Dalton Days? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, well, yeah, I do. Uh, I don't remember when they might. I I can't say for sure. Yeah, I don't know for sure. I haven't been to one in a long time. If they do, but um, it was like one of the, it's like the first or the second one that they had. We went. Uh, they had they had a talent show. Yeah, there was a talent show, 
And I was probably 11 or 12 years old, and I ended up winning the, the talent show. The talent singing, show. Singing Long Black Train <laughs> on karaoke. <laughs> well, there's a long black train coming down the line. <laughs> Dude, that's a good song, too. Dude. A uh, little side note. If you guys never listened to Josh Turner. He's got he, a voice of velvet. You need to go listen to him, man. He's got like the deepest, smoothest voice you've ever heard. Baby, lock the door and turn the lights <laughs> can't down low. Do, we can't even do it justice, but no, yeah. dude, anyway, continue. Not even close. Um, so that that kind of got me into um, that just got my foot, my feet wet. I guess we got my foot in the door. Um, and then I stopped. I stopped singing. I got more into. I got really into athletics, as you probably knew. Like we played basketball. We ran track. We played baseball. We we played football, not organ organized football, but we played it. You know, yeah. Will tackled me one time into a rose bush, bro. We were like eleven if, years old. And if I wouldn't have been, and if I wouldn't have been a very, very, very much smaller than him, I would have punched you in the face. But Will <laughs> was so much larger than us as children, and so I didn't yeah. mess with him. I just took it like a baby. <laughs> now everybody's bigger than me. Well, not really bigger than me, but. We've caught up to you. Caught up. No, so I, I got really into to athletics, and I'm so glad I did. I mean, that, that taught me a lot of lessons about, like, when and when not to be competitive and, you know, having to work hard and building, building values of that nature. But once I got out of high school, like, that, that was gone. The, organ, the organized uh, competitive nature of sports was gone. Like, I mean, I could still go play basketball. I could still... I can still go play intramural softball, which I did. Had a good time. It's it's just not the same. It's yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, you don't really play intramural and like uh, city league sports for the competitive aspect. Yeah, it's well, more I like, mean, you kind of do. I just play it for fun. Yeah, you know? and that there that's fun in itself. That like that has a, a, v- yeah, a very but, valuable quality yeah. in itself. But I just I like competing. Like, yeah, there are certain things that I just like. That's true. I get I what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like super competitive all the time, but there are things I just like to, I don't know. Yeah. I think it, I think it builds, I think it builds relationships between people if it's a healthy competition. Yeah. But anyway, so that, that was over after I got out of high school. And as we've very, very briefly talked about, I kind of like, we, we started hanging out and there was one night where me, you and Zach, we, we wrote a song because Will, Will could always play the guitar. You know, he could, through high school, he always knew chords and things of that nature. And one night I just got him to show me a few chords because I had gotten a guitar. Like, my, like I said, my music was, fa- uh, or my family was very musically inclined and they got me a guitar when I was younger. I just never really picked it up or did anything. I was kind of busy doing sports or doing athletics, and once I got out of them, I, I showed a lot more interest in it. I started asking Will things and got him to show me things, and that's why I know you, you don't take the credit, but you, you did teach me how to play the guitar. Like You taught me the, the basic fundamentals and kind of you gave me the kindling that I needed to start the fire. Yeah, and like whenever nobody really ever teaches someone how to play, the guitar or an instrument they just instruct you on where to go and you basically teach yourself it's like teaching is like 
I can tell you an example of something. Like if a teacher's in a classroom and they're teaching you the book, then you have the book and they're telling you, you know, they're, they're giving you the information. But like with the guitar, you actually have to like practice. Like I can tell you what it is, but you don't actually learn until you do it. So I'm not necessarily like I can't sit there and put your fingers where they need to go. I'm just kind of instructing you and then you teach yourself. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, so you you gave me the you gave me the fundamental knowledge that I needed and I applied it. And I I mean there is a period when you learn anything new really. It could be an instrument, it could be like education, it could be a a trade or a skill that you're trying to learn. Um there's going to be a learning curve and it's going to be very frustrating at first. But once I got past that that first initial like learning curve of maybe the first three or four months and where I could actually, you know, strum consistently and change a few chords. I just loved it. And it changed the way that I listened to music. I'd always I'd always loved listening to music and singing along with it and everything. But I, I started noticing things and wondering like, oh, I wonder if I could play that. I wonder if I could do this. I wonder if I could emulate that sound I wonder and it was just it was so natural how my my mind just gravitated towards music and it's turned into something over the past four years I've been playing for about four and a half years now and it's I mean it's part of my life like I yeah. I I like writing music I like writing songs I like um I like organizing things into like potential albums that I may may put out one day. And like I don't plan on I don't plan on this is this is the most beautiful thing about it. It's not stressful to me. I don't I don't plan I don't have any grand plans of of going out and trying to get big and famous trying to play music, which I don't think I'm I'm good enough to do that anyways. But I just enjoy it so much. It's something that I don't have to have any external benefit come to me because it's all internal. Yeah. I just enjoy doing it so much. And so to the person that, that asked me uh, to kind of elaborate on, on the passion that I have for music, there you go. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it. It's going to be something that I continue to do. It's going to be something I continue to learn. I'm always learning always learning new things always always growing so yeah dude that, i remember that like i don't i don't know what it was you you kind of started playing and you kind of like asked me you know so what a couple chords were and i saw you and you were like you know really struggling to play and uh i, I didn't see you again for like i don't know what it was for like a month maybe um uh, maybe longer than that maybe a month and a half and dude the next time i saw you Dude, you were like playing songs, and I was like, "What's going on, dude? You like made a overnight transformation to me. It seemed like it was actually a month, so that's a lot of practice, but it was crazy because you like you for sure doubled your skill in less in like a month's time. It was just so weird because I saw you and you could barely play, and then next time I saw you, you were just like playing songs. I was like, "Whoa, kind of weird." And that's impressive. And there, there, there's definitely there's definitely a genetic factor to it i'm not i'm not 
belittling that aspect of it, but it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, man. It's a lot of... And, and when you love something, it doesn't seem so hard. It doesn't seem like you're putting yeah, in that yeah. time when you just freaking love it. Yeah. But, I don't know, it... <laughs> It does, a, irritating me, irritating is not the right word, but sometimes it it, it kind of gets on my nerves when people are like, man I, man, I wish I could play the guitar like you, you know, this and that. I'm like, if you really did, you could. I know. If you put in the work, like, it's, and I know they don't mean it like that. It's like, you're, you're totally giving all yeah. of this credit to my talent yeah. instead of like, all of the hard work and all the time dude i couldn't tell you i i couldn't even get close to telling you how many hours i put in on on the guitar yeah that's the thing too like i i'm gary's definitely a better guitar player than me because he he's practiced a lot more than me over the past you know four years but the thing is like i started playing when i was really not really young probably like 10 or 11 and you know my dad's always been able to play guitar your uncle that you were talking about actually taught my dad how to play guitar in high school. Yeah, I knew that. So, yeah. But uh, he would just, you know, show me a couple chords, you know, a couple times a week, and he'd be like, just practice those, practice those. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, he'd show me another one. He's like, well, practice that one. And he's like, he said, every night, play everything that you know at least one time. So one week or one month, I would learn a song, and I would play it every day. And then once I, you know, got it down, I would – you know, I was trying to learn another song and then I'd play both of them every time I played guitar. And he just said, you know, keep doing that and practicing. And it, it really seemed like I didn't even practice that much until like I looked up and I was in high school, you know, like years later and I could just play like I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. It's like solid it, rhythm guitar player. Will is a solid it, rhythm but, guitar player. No but doubt. it's kind of strange. Like I, it didn't even seem like it took that. It's like the time flew by because I just love doing it. I just love playing. Yeah. And it was kind of strange how that how that happened, but for sure, man, you just gotta practice, practice for sure. And like I said, Gary has definitely surpassed my skill level because he plays a lot more than me and he practices a lot more than me, which is a testament to what he's saying. Is that you know he he wasn't born with a natural guitar skill. Like you have to practice and you know work hard and you know it's like that with any instrument. You'll you'll eventually figure it out. Yeah. And last thing it said uh, is a cool quote I heard one time. It said, "With an, with a guitar, if you're you know you're a right-handed player, your left hand is what you know. You're playing the chords, playing the strings, and your right hand is who you are. Is who you G- are. Gives you the rhythm. Yeah. Gives you the funk. You're gives right. you the juice to play. So anyway, that's Gary's musical. Yeah, that's there you go. Musical <laughs> history. <clears throat> no, but." And since we talked about Christmas and everything, and obviously that went on uh, this past this past week, but did you get any into anything else besides Christmas, or was that your main concern this past week? Um, no, that was really it. Um, last we podcasted on Thursday, Friday I went to work, and then uh, you know Saturday finished up all the shopping and had Christmas, uh, the dinner Sunday dinner Monday and then Christmas Day um you know we just hung yeah. out me and Courtney hung out ate breakfast and just chilled out all day cuz we were we were both off of work so and then back to work on Wednesday we went yeah. today's Thursday so not didn't really do much honestly 
watched a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a. That's one other thing I got. I got a. Uh, my mother and father in law got us a sweet sound bar for our TV. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, that dude, that's awesome. Dude, our Paxton t- actually got got one of did. those as well. They're yeah. moving into a into an apartment. We've been using my TV, as you know, for the living room. Oh yeah. And so they got a they got like a little TV and a sound bar to move into their apartment. There you go. They, that's what he said that most of the stuff they got, they got like pots and pans. And yeah, things I stuff. figured, I figured so. That's what, but yeah, I really didn't do much else besides that. So yeah, I, I really didn't either. I, uh, I worked, which, um, my work schedule is I'm adding a day. So normally I work Saturday and Sunday from 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. And since I'm out of school, you know, I was like, man, I really need to just pick up another 12 right in a row if I can, you know, just knock it out and then have four days off. And so that's, I talked to my supervisor a couple of months back and she was like, yeah, let's, we'll, we'll make that happen. So I worked my first uh, three in a row, 12 hour shift. And so it's, it's really cool. Um, I enjoy, I enjoyed when I was in school working on the weekends and I know that sounds really weird. And obviously, I wish I could go and and do things with people on the weekends too. Well, you still can a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It's if I want to neglect my sleep a little, a little. But um, well, I mean, on the yeah. on the weekend, on the weekend, yeah. If if you want to hear about sleep neglect, go listen to episode ten. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so normally, I like I said, I work on the weekend, and there are no supervisors there. There's only one other. Which my my title is I'm a lab assistant and there's only there's only one other lab assistant there with me. There's a few of the uh, medical technicians. I work in a laboratory for those of y'all that didn't know that. But on Mondays it is very very different. There are a like all of the supervisors are there. There's like six or seven other lab assistants working with me. It's just it's just a busier time. More people are coming from outside the hospital to get their labs done. That's why we have more more workers. And so it's it's really cool. I mean, it, it'll be a, it'll be a bit of an adjustment, but I'm I'm really really looking forward to meeting a lot of the coworkers that have heard about me and I've heard about them, but I've never actually gotten to work with or yeah. That's yeah. Like I'll I'll drop in sometimes during the week to you know do some paperwork or do or just talk to my supervisors about something, and I'll see these people and I'll briefly talk to them. But uh, just just in the one Monday that I worked, which was Christmas Eve and wasn't even really that busy, you know I, I met a lot of new people, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to while I'm out of school, just you know meeting some new people that i haven't i haven't seen at work you know yeah there you go so looking looking forward to it looking forward to it gary's single and ready to mingle ladies no (laughs) single and not ready to mingle no i'm actually i'm actually going out with a couple girls um oh yeah, dude. What? I'm not, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm straight up with them. I tell them I'm not looking for a relationship, but now something I found a lot of value out of these uh, probably past year and a half, I've been single for probably a year and a half or so, and I've gained a lot of value out of 
like just being around different women and that's not even necessarily like going and and hanging out with them that's just seeing like almost using using other women as a mirror cuz I, I mean before before this i had only like seriously dated two girls and so now that i'm not like really looking for a relationship i'm more looking for what i would like to have in a relationship like i'm not looking for the relationship yeah but i have the opportunity to sit back and either hang out or just be around be in the same proximity as certain women like for example i work at the hospital i work around a lot of different women and you just i don't know you just you develop it's 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 different for example i say this all the time i grew up around like playing baseball basketball around like teams of guys and i have a really good connection with a with the masculine energy like i'm i'm good at, at talking with guys i'm good at having fun with guys i'm good at going out and doing things like it's it's good with the feminine energy on the other hand like i'm not i'm not as necessarily good at that and I'm, I don't have a, as great of an understanding of it. So, like, I don't know. I've, I've just hung out with a couple of girls here and there over the past year and a half that have, that have showed me certain things that, like, I just I can't settle for in, in, a, in a woman that I end up with because I've experienced it through another woman. It's not like I've, it's not like I've had any, any intimacy towards that woman but i've used her as a mirror to kind of see like oh like i like the way that she does this i like the way that that she thinks about this particular subject or yeah. whatever and so yeah i mean i've got i've got a couple gals that i'm gonna go out a couple with gals gary's been scouting them out <laughs> yeah he just had to he just had to test the water and he dipped his toe in, and it's pretty good. So he's gonna go. Uh, <laughs> he's about to dive in. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm still. Okay, no, still I'll, not I'll say something about what you said though. Like, yeah, you'll eventually find you know a good woman, like with all the attributes and personality that you're looking for. But you know, you might have to go find her. You know. Yeah. She might not. Well, she might not be exactly what you want yet. She might be close. She might be you know three fourths of the way. But then once you, you know, you might complete her, you might, yeah, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, rub off on her in your personality, you know, cause everybody's looking for someone that's, you know, similar to them, you know? Yeah. Like I know people say opposites attract. Yeah. But and that's birds true. of the feather flock together though. Yeah. I mean, you can so, say that about anything. You, you know, you always want to find, and I'll, like in my case, Courtney, we're, we're a lot we're more alike than I thought we were. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like now that we've been living together and we're married, it's like we both th- think the same things are funny. We both like, you know, doing the same stuff. And, uh, you know, I-, I didn't realize we were that much alike, if this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, but we definitely have rubbed off on each other too and kind of like grown together into, you know, the similar personalities. So you're not necessarily going to find the perfect you know, woman yeah. that you're looking for, you might have to, you know, rub off on her a little but bit. But see that that's the thing though. Like I'm I'm not resistant to yeah, that yeah. relationship. Like I'm I'm out here, I'm walking around and keeping my eyes open, you know, and my, my ears open. Like I'm just I'm a, I'm assessing what's going on and, and every like since I've been single, I have I have come across four women that okay. that 
not even just physically, but yes, physically as well. Dude, uh, attract okay. me. Yeah, like I, they just attract me in different ways. There's some reason that I'm kind of pulled towards them, and I've asked all of them. I've said, "Hey, let's go out sometime." I usually say, "Let's go out on an adventure," because like I'm trying to attract a similar type of person, and I'm yeah. I'm pretty adventurous. Yeah, there you go. So that's that's kind of been that's just kind of been how I have went about it. I'm not look. I'm not. I'm not trying to get in a relationship because I have other goals. I have other ambitions. Like I'm, I'm on my, my life's purpose. Like I know who I am. I know, know what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to make it happen. But while I'm doing that, like I, I keep my eyes open yeah, man. and, and I, I go after what I like. So like to what you're saying, you may have to go after her. Like when I come across that girl, I will be going after her. Like I've, I've had these other women that I'm, I mean, I'm pretty like, if you want to think of it as pursuing, like I went after them and say, Hey, let's go out sometime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not, that's not saying that I have any expectation as to what is going to happen between me and that other girl, but there is something to learn from her. Yeah. Whether it's, Hey, I don't really like this girl and the way she does this or this or this, or it may be, Oh, I, this girl kind of really surprised me. She's got these things that I really like that I've never I've never experienced in a woman, you know? Yeah, that's true. So I don't know how we got off on that. I don't either. <laughs> but yeah. La- last thing about it, dude, it doesn't matter. When you're looking for a partner, they got to be good looking, though. Got to be good looking. They got to I mean, be good looking. That's the first. Like my wife, she's good looking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you got to find a woman that's good looking. That's to whoever, whoever the person is. They get to decide who is good looking. But, I mean, you think about it. That's the fir- that is literally the first thing that you notice. That's, yeah. what, bring- that's what brings people together immediately. Yeah. It's like, I'm and, attracted to you. And it's not even a bad thing because everybody has different tastes. Somebody good looking to you might not be that good looking to me, but yeah. that's fine. Because if you think they're good looking, then that's all that matters. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is perfect. Which I think people... Well, never mind. We're not going to get off on a big tangent, but just yeah. find you somebody that you think is good looking. Yeah, That's dude. all I'm saying. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you this. This will be the nail in the coffin. I've noticed that I've noticed that I ask like a, a darker complected woman with darker hair. Like I, that's what that's every like. dude, that's dude, fine. Almost every single girl. And I didn't even realize that. But every single girl that I have asked out, <laughs> dark complected, hey, dark hair. That's fine. That's what I like, man. That's fine, man. You got to know what you're looking for. Anyways, <laughs> nail in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> and we buried it right then. Nah, dude. <sighs> so I, um, I want to talk a little bit about freedom of speech. And, and I'm not gonna get like super hard into this. I, I heard some, I heard some a podcast that was could be taken very offensive. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but there there are certain words that we we give so much power in the world. I'm not gonna not gonna say any of them. Like I said, I'm not trying to offend anybody. But when somebody says something to you. It goes through your mind, and you're the one that gives a word meaning and power behind something. So, for example, if somebody says something that downs you, belittles you, is trying to tear you down, you have two choices. 
you can let it do what they're trying to, to make it do to you, or you can just let it go right on through. That's true, man. It's kind of strange if you think about it. Like, it's like, I wondered this the other day. It's like, how, how did all these words become what they are? You know what I mean? Yeah, like and, the four-letter words. Yeah, like, like how, did they, how did they become the bad words, you know? Well, everybody decided that they were bad. Yeah, I know, but they had to, something had to have happened. It's like, who was the first person that thought it was bad? You know, or some like slang term or calling somebody this, you know, like a derogatory term. Yeah. It's like, I wonder when the first time that originated from, you know, it's like, I would like to know. Or like if somebody, you know, just words like we use every day, like a loser or like an idiot, like where did those come from? You know, like who's the, who's the first person that was like, dude, you're an idiot. Yeah. And then, and then he was like, what? What are you talking about? What is that? He's like, you're dumb, you're stupid, you know, you're an idiot. Yeah. And then he's like, what? I, you know what I mean? Like, where did all these come from? It's kind of strange to think about how the words have so much influence on, yeah, on you know, not just people but us. Yeah, I, I, the reason I know it's kind of out of the blue me bringing this topic up, but I just saw I saw something on on TV. It was like some athlete, uh, some like college athlete used a like a profan or profane profanity like in a something he said and people are just like hating on this kid hardcore and i i just kind of stepped back i just stepped back and i caught myself i caught myself thinking like oh yeah he shouldn't have done that but then i was like but why it's a word <laughs> it's a yeah. it's a it's a word well, get- and it's like this and but like he wasn't he wasn't tearing anybody down. He yeah. just used well, a word. Well, the thing is, though, like, it's like it's too late to turn it around, you know? Yeah. It's like what we're saying that don't, it, it's like it's too late to reverse the thinking. It's like, yeah. the, it's like the thinking. Too deep. Yeah, it's like we're too deep. We're, we're like at the bottom of the ocean. We can't resurface <laughs> the now. the bottom of the ocean. It's, you know what I mean? But it's like. <laughs> Journey to the center of the earth. But it's like, it's like you can't reverse what's already been done. Like it's already set in stone. Yeah. But I the, mean, I understand. But that's why I'm, I was so interested in where it started. You know? It's yeah. like how, it, how did it go the course that it went. But like, yeah, it, it, but it's too late now. Like, yeah, yeah, bro. It's just like it's, it, <laughs> if you. Okay, if you go into a room and you're, I don't know, you, you just yell like a random word like chair. And then <laughs> in another situation, you go into a random room and you just drop the F-bomb as loud as you can. You're going to get two totally different reactions yeah, out of that. That's true. And it's like they're each a word apiece. And it's like we give that other one so much. I don't know. We just, I don't know. Not condoning the use by, by yeah, any means. Yeah. I just thought it was, because like you said, we're too deep. I'm not condoning the use of, do not go in a room and drop yeah, an Yeah, don't just go start cussing people <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, please say, don't do that. Oh, it's not what we're saying. open your mind. <laughs> yeah, open your mind and open your mouth. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's, that's just, that's funny. That's a, that's a funny. Yeah. Yeah, but now like everybody, it's like nowadays, there's like stigmas everywhere. You know, you can't say this here. You can't say this about this person, or you can't say this 
on a certain platform, you know. It's kind of it's it's so strange the way it's all played out. Yeah. But anyway, that's life, I guess. That's the way it goes. I guess that would be a that'd be a controversial topic to end it off on. Yeah. You got you guys <laughs> could talk about that one over dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chew on that one for a little while. Exactly. Well, you about ready to wrap her up? Yeah, dude. Man, we went over an hour, dog. I know. I didn't even We look. just kept going, baby. Sometimes the juices are flowing. Sometimes they're flowing Sometimes a it's bit. a weak stream. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's like, you know, Niagara Falls. Other times it's, you know, weak stream. Weak <laughs> stream. Old man. It's the old crick. <laughs> no. Well, you can find me. On Instagram at Gary the Great ninety six and on Snapchat at Gary G A I R Y, and you can find me on Instagram at Will underscore Pennington zero zero, and on Twitter as the Scavenger twenty three. And you can also follow us on Instagram at the at Casual Conversation Podcast. Again, I repeat that is at Casual conversation podcast. If Will didn't have some kind of stutter or flub up, you know, when he was saying the names or the or the hashtags or the usernames, it just wouldn't be the same casual conversation podcast, you know. Dude, I didn't flub. No, you were like casual. No, I conver- did not. I probably did it like one time. Casual conversation. Gary's making fun of me. <laughs> Bro, you do it every time. You get, you're like when you spell it to scavenger, T H E underscore uh, uh, scavenger. <laughs> I don't even spell it out anymore because I couldn't spell it. <laughs> I just say it now. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, like I said, we're on Instagram and every other platform for the podcast. We're on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, whatever you want, baby. Yeah, and so quick, just a quick reminder to those that actually listen to this far. We got our first guest coming on next podcast. So next uh, podcast, baby. Stay tuned. It's gonna be a very, very interesting yep. one. My my buddy, I'll give you a little bit of background information. So I'm I'm fixing to go on a fifty mile backpack from December thirty first to January third. We're planning on shooting the podcast on January third, and it's gonna be my buddy that is going on the backpack with me so we will be fresh off the trail and we'll have some some good thoughts for you and we got all this new gear uh to record with uh three people haven't figured it out yet but either way we're doing it we'll make it happen we're just gonna we'll share a microphone if we have to to, we'll share a microphone we're just gonna do it because we said we were so it's gonna happen it's gonna happen we're bringing it to the people to the people this is what you asked for (laughs) (laughs) to the people for the people by the people. And we're out. And we're out. (laughs) Gary out. Later.